Welcome to the Pursuing Destiny podcast, where we provide standards for you to live by and strategies to help you achieve your own destiny. Here's your host, Rayford Johnson. Let me share a few points with you about prayer and vision and the connection between uh, prayer and vision, how important it is that we see them together. Um, because sometimes people try to go and obtain a vision and find the purpose for their life apart from their creator. I believe that if you're going to get the purpose and vision for your life that that is correct and proper and that is going to bring you fullness, then it has to come from God because he is the creator. We have to return to him what he has given us. And in that exchange, we receive more than what we could ever give. The scripture that comes to uh, mind is in Habakkuk chapter 2. Habakkuk, I I used to call it Habakkuk, but in Habakkuk chapter 2, in verse 1, it says, I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts or on the roof. Um, I think it's important to understand that when we are looking to get vision and purpose from God, that we have to position ourselves at our highest point of vision, at our highest point to see what God will say. And he goes on and says, I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give to this complaint. Uh, let, let me, let me just dig in for a second. When we talk about vision and stationing ourselves and putting ourselves in the right position. What really does that mean? That means that I'm in a position to where I have pulled back from everything else and made a a purposeful uh, 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 stance to go to a place or come to a place in my mind, in my, my, my time, in my circumstance, that I am pulling away things so that I can get focused on what God is saying to me. Habakkuk says, I look to see what he will say. I mean, looking in, in, in words. I mean, you're not looking for a literal words on a screen, but we're looking for the word that would come from God. When I'm looking for a word from God, I'm looking inward. It's a transaction that happens with between spirit, who God is. God says, I am spirit, and the spirit, which is inside of me. I'm a spirit being. I live in a body. You know, I have a soul, but I'm a spirit being. And so when we talk about looking to see what he will say, we're communicating spirit to spirit. It's not, it's not my, my psychological setup of what I can figure out, but it is me communicating with God in a way that we are talking spirit to spirit. He's speaking to my spirit and my spirit is responding to what God is saying. He goes on and says, and what answer shall I give to this complaint? I mean, Habakkuk is standing there in, in on behalf of the people that are complaining. Uh, what answer do I give to these people, Lord? What, what, how do I communicate what it is that you want to say and be clear about what it is that, that you're trying to communicate to your people? It's the same response and when it's one-on-one. God, I want to make sure that what is going on in me that might not be right and the, the answers that I'm looking for, I'm looking for those answers to come from you. And then verse two, here's God's response. He says, then the Lord replied, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. 
for the revelation awaits an appointed time. When we're talking about hearing from God, we're talking about hearing and something being revealed to us that we did not know. I believe the revelation is already there. It's on the inside because God created us with with him on the inside of us. And as we are saved or we come to a place where we accept the lordship of Jesus Christ as our savior and that his sacrifice and his blood that was shed for us becomes more than what we could do for ourselves. We accept the righteousness that comes and we accept the favor and the blessing, even though we don't deserve it. But when he says write down the revelation, he's talking about coming in contact with what God has spoken, writing a revelation. It's putting it down. It's getting it outside of myself so that now I can read it, explain it, share it so that God can get the glory from what has been revealed to me. Because it, We go back to uh, the scripture that we read so often when we talk about vision in Proverbs 29, 18, that says without a vision, people perish. I mean, really, if you can imagine, it, it says that if it's vision that keeps you from perishing, then lack of vision is, uh, is, is going to cause you all kinds of trouble. Vision is important and lack of vision makes you look and one of the words is naked. Uh, I, 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 I think of being naked as being embarrassed and shamed. Most people uh, are not uh, comfortable being completely bare in front of someone else, uh, you know, being naked. I mean, it's almost like uh, the feeling of being embarrassed. I, I tell the story about my mother growing up, how she really wanted to support us all. And she would come from work and watch us play football or basketball or baseball or whatever was going on during that season. And I remember one time we were playing football. I scored a touchdown and I was running back to the sidelines. And I kind of looked up and kind of threw my hand up at my mom like, you know, yeah, man, did that for you, you know, and she jumped up and she said, run another home run, Ray. And I just kind of stood there like, did she, did she really just do that? I mean, she don't even know the rules to the game. And so I, later I ended up getting her a book out of the school library about football and the rules of the game. And she became a lifelong football fan. But the point is, is that it made me feel embarrassed And that's what happens when you have no vision. You walk around and you are embarrassed. You're shamed. You don't have purpose and you cannot really connect with truth and and the fire that you need to be successful at whatever you put your, your, your hand or your life to. The only way that we as human beings are fulfilled in this life is when we connect with God and get what his purpose is for our lives. I'm saying to you today that as you position yourself, as you get a revelation from God and you begin to walk out his plan for you, that's when life really begins. He says, write it down and make it plain on tablets that whoever grabs it can run with it. When people see you, they know you're living according to purpose because they see the fruit in your life. They see the things that are being produced in your life, and they cannot deny that it's come from God. He says, for the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end. I mean, God already knows the end from the beginning. 
meaning not that there is a difference between the two, but he knows the end when the beginning began. He sees the end before he gets started. And what he's saying to us is that that revelation is for an appointed time. He knows exactly when he knows exactly how he knows how to bring you into everything he created you for. And it's going to speak and it won't be false. It won't linger. It will come at the time that God ordained for it to come. And you will receive God's best because you submit your life to him because you accept the blood of Jesus that is able to cleanse you and make you right in his sight. Not based on what you have done for yourself, but your acceptance of what he has already done for you. The Bible says that we are redeemed by his blood and that our sins are forgiven. I'm encouraging you today. Take hold of vision, chase hard after God, get his best for your life and never look back. I'm praying God's absolute best for you in every circumstance, in every situation. And I'm praying that you would become a person of prayer as you take these points and begin to pursue God in your life. God bless you. Thank you for your time. 